What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 46 of Bob. We are back. As always, follow us on our Facebook page, which is just now, I believe. Did you just change it to just Bob? We need to get people straight to answer we, on this. We, we did change it, but that was not just. It's been okay. changed So to... our Facebook page is Bob. Uh, no, 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 no. I think it was changed to Band of Bearded Brothers. Was it not? Oh, yeah. It was right, like it used Band to say... of Bearded Brothers. And then our, our, our Buzzsprout was... Band of Bearded Brothers for Critical Thinkers or yeah, some but that one didn't other... matter. So, okay, so to look uh, up our we, Facebook we page, changed. We it changed is it. Band of Bearded Brothers. Obviously, the link would be in the description. Um, you can also follow us. And on our our actual Facebook, our, our, our website, uh, you can find all those links. Facebook, right. any other social media we have, all that crap is on our website. I think that is where we should direct people from I now will. on. I mean, that's what uh, about to sound. Instead of just being like facebook you can just be like hey you can find it all on our website and that is bb oh man i was ready to do it's a b-o-b-b usa podcast.com oh wait correct no no did i say usa yeah you did okay so just in case i didn't say it right it's b-o-b-b usa podcast.com obviously bob usa podcast that is correct and like mike said you'll be able to find all that you can send us emails anything you want to send that way Keep us in a loop. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. YouTube, and uh, it looks like subscribe started. Did we ever get that figured out? Nah, I don't think we did, bro. We might man, change some stuff forever. that way anyways. We might change some. Forever. We might change some stuff up. We'll see. Um, real quick, in this episode, we covered, we got pretty political, I think, for the first half hour, 40 minutes, maybe a little more. It might have been the first hour. We were, we were pretty political about some stuff and just talking. And uh, the last half hour there, we covered just some fun stuff in the news that we thought was interesting. Everything from anal swabs and Matthew Stafford being traded to elite killer wolves. All that will be in the description. Links as always. Micah. Uh, we don't know what we're covering next week. I'd like to have this guest on if we can work it all out. And like we said before, we might be on an every other week release program until we can get back to like not working our lives away every single day, which is what we've been doing. But hey, making that money. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, uh, I've we got made more money in the last month than I have ever in my life so <laughs> making that you know i will say for the people that are saying there's no work out there i'm like oh uh, every <laughs> there's like three or four maybe five factories in pioneer where i work and every single one of them mother truckers is like we're hiring we yeah. are hiring we're hiring guys we're hiring just so you know we're hiring yeah and the people that um, are working so, yeah are anybody working. that anybody that doesn't have a job it's because they don't want a freaking job Probably. It's because I don't want. I've even seen, uh, I used to work for Kelly Services, um, which is Dutchner? a huge, like, global oh, uh, the factory staffer yeah. for people, right? They're a, a employment agency that they get you a job wherever. And this mother trucking company is uh, the lady that I worked for directly. She's been sending emails to me, notifying me of positions and stuff. And it's coming up, like, no THC test, da 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 like, <laughs> these mother truckers are even, like, they're removing... Like they're still drug screening people, but they're not testing for for weed because we don't so many care. people Cocaine, are smoking meth, it. You you name um, it, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> no no no, they're still drug testing people. Like they're drug <laughs> testing for it's a nine panel drug test, but they're uh, not they're not testing for THC anymore. Okay. So like, there you have no excuses if you don't have a job. Ain't got no job. You, it's you, you got yeah. You need you need to go get one. Yeah, go we, get one. Make you, you some money. You'll feel better. Trust me. It'll suck at first. 
It still kind of sucks, but it's yeah, it sucks. You are working indep- seven days a week, independent ish, as we talk about yeah. this episode. You, you're a little more self reliant. You know what? A thousand dollars that or or more that you got paid by your company for a week of work versus a thousand dollars that the government handed to you. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it feels so much better. Yeah, to earn that money. Than to have someone give you that money. Just trust, trust me. me on that. Trust me. Just trust, trust me. me. Oh, by trust the way. Trust me. Um, I forgot. I'll put this out there really quick. Um, This is just my own little personal promotion here. <laughs> um, uh, really quick, though, guys. It's not set in stone. We don't know how it's going to roll out. But I'd just like to put it out there as a feeler. People may be thinking about it. I am starting. I forgot to tell Mike about this. Another podcast with a group of friends nerds fellow nerds like myself and we'll be recording ourselves doing uh dnd so we mm. we don't have like it's probably not all gonna air right away because we're gonna have like a practice campaign because we're all virgins and we don't know what we're doing um and I we're gonna know. figure that's, it out that's that's probably part of the fun though like, we're gonna record at least for ourselves and if one day we're comfortable releasing it but like some people were saying especially our, like our dm like it it's our first time hosting and people can be so i like mean. how you call them dm your dungeon master well i mean that's what mm. they are but, I mean, I don't know her name. I mean, I don't know if she got wants her name. Got a whip and like some, <laughs> got a mask on. And I, I think you have the oh, wrong yeah. idea of what game we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a different. That is a different role playing game, and that is not what we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, D and D. It doesn't stand for uh, uh, that. Is, oh, okay, okay. no, D and D is. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you. I know what you're talking. What about, is the other one yeah. called though? Uh, we're not going to get it. Yes, that. that's what I'm thinking of. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Point being, uh, like I said, I don't know when that's going to release or how we're going to do that, but I'm thinking in the next month and a half, there might be an episode up for that. So, and we'll probably create a Facebook page or whatever. Um, so if anybody's interested in that, I'll probably put that up soon and uh, we'll give a link or something on our page so people can follow. Also, my own personal Facebook will probably have a, a link to that. So, I'm excited. I'm not going to lie, bro. I've been nerding out hardcore on it. I've made like four characters, two that I've gone pretty in-depth on, real backstories, but my one guy, Ragnarok, that's a... Uh, wait, wow. that's not his name. That's an original right. name. Well, the other one, his name is uh, Beyond Stole that Beating. right from Thor. Is it Ragnarok? I feel like that's not Thor right. Ragnarok. No, yeah, but his name's trucker. not Ragnarok. Hang on. I now I gotta look All right, it up. now we're 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 I in know, the but intro, I just bro. but I have to tell people this is I Holy know it's the crap. intro, but I have to tell them now. Jesus, this is going forever. Wicknar, my bad. Wicknar. Wicknar. His oh last boy. name is Racklog. So it's yeah, it's Ooh. But the Wick, other one Wicknard Raglog. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Wick his name's Wicknar. Wicknar Racklog. He's a he's a yeah. What are you what are you laughing at, bro? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then oh, you ready for Nothing. my other guy, my barbarian for the first mission that I'm going to be on? His name is uh, Beyond Beating. It's a B-E-E-A-U-N. Beyond Beating. That yeah. sounds like a, a weird well, fetish porn Beyond site. Beyond Beating, and he hails <laughs> from the clan uh, Diznatsa. So it's uh, no, his name he is, yeah, is uh, Beyond Beating Diznatsa. And that's oh, where he's okay. from. That's, uh, okay. He goes so by Ben. No. It is a play on that then. Uh, yeah, he okay. goes by Ben. Ben Beating Diznatsa. Ben. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <that's his name. laughs> as you can tell, it's going to be super mature content that we're releasing. <laughs> Anyways, all right, like you said, that'll be some of the upcoming things. And as always, dude, why don't we put this out there too right now? 
if you're comfortable with it, I guess we should talk about this too. Do you want to like kind of give an open door I to maybe some of our listeners? Like if there's anybody who's ever listening that wants to call into the show, would you be up for having a guest? Like just also, I know we have someone that we're planning, but maybe if a guest that listens to the show ever wanted to call in, that we could connect with our listeners a little more. I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. I mean, obviously, we have our own opinions. You have your own opinions. If we're respectful of each other. I, I see no reason yeah. why. Just make sure you keep it civil. Yeah. I mean, but, I'll I mean, keep it civil. You keep it civil. Yeah. William, we know we'll keep it civil. Probably. But. <laughs> 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 you know, if you can get past my brash uh, demeanor, then, yeah. uh, you know, we're good. We're good. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess on that note, it's. Uh, Roll that music, baby. Okay. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 46 of Bob. We're back. Finally. Who knows when we release this? Either It's either been a week since we put up an episode or it's been two weeks. It's been one of the two. Micah, how's life? It's, how's it going? It's, it's been since January 11th was the last episode we actually did. Yeah, it's been a, it's been uh, a little bit. And what's the And then the, the 28th is when we put up the uh, the group... Which was recorded uh, back in like the seventeenth or something, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like I think it was the week after the, the after the eleventh. So yeah, it's it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, the CIA been, didn't get us yet. Been busy. We're still. Yeah, yeah we didn't we didn't disappear <laughs> yet. Um, it's it's uh, I joke about it now, but I mean, I know it could freaking happen. I know we don't one hundred percent know what we're going to cover in this episode. We're gonna it's going to be very. Uh, it's going to be all over the place, so don't expect any storyline out of this one necessarily. I know I got a couple of just what I thought were funny things that I wanted to share that I feel like with how uh, the current state of the country, uh, the, I'm just going to try to laugh through the storm because, uh, well, it is what it is, I guess, in some ways for a little bit, and maybe Mike is going to cover some of that. Um, but I, I, for me, I've just got a couple things that I'll bring up throughout the episode and we'll, we'll get into that. So I guess you could qualify that as news and we can get into that near the end here. But uh, Micah uh, luckily is still alive with us. Bro, for all we know, the NSA or CIA did try to take you out, bro. What happened with your uh, truck there on the way to work? <laughs> uh, no, that was at no the, fault uh... <laughs> of anyone other than my own. Um well, I mean, it hadn't snowed very much, and I didn't realize it was as icy as it was. So I started my travels uh, in two-wheel drive, which uh, most trucks are rear-wheel drive when they're in two-wheel drive, which is not good for icy conditions, in case you are unaware of that. Um, so basically, as soon as, I, as soon as I started to accelerate, when I was getting outside of uh, the city... My tail end just spun out, and uh, I I spun out into the field. So I was I was I was a little bit like holy crap, you know, because it was it was a little it was a little shocking, a little dramatic. I'd never ever in my life spun out before. Oh really? I didn't really? No. Yeah, I, I never. Dude, I've it would, never ever spun out. 
It was like um, one of Christine and I's first dates, and I spun out with uh, not our first. It was it was like within the first couple of weeks of us dating, and it wasn't anything super dangerous, but I definitely we definitely spun out. Yeah, no, I, I I'd never experienced it before, so I I didn't know what to do. Um, but I slid sideways into a farmer's field, and I tore Hugo rut into his. To those that aren't aware of what a Hugo is, bro. Hugo rut is a they're big, like ginormous, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, mind you, it's it's cold outside, right? So the the ground is frozen, and I I I, I put a huge hole into this dude's field. So you put it in um, the yee right? The so I I I got out the truck. I was looking around because I was like, you know, that was pretty. That was pretty solid. Like it was. I, I want to make sure I didn't bend anything. Um, I got out the truck and I looked around. I mean, granted, it was like, you know, this is just past five o'clock in the morning. So this is early in the morning. I usually don't get out of bed super far before I, I leave. So I'm still like in the waking up stage. Um, and I, I'm using the flashlight on my phone to, to look around the truck, make sure I didn't bend anything. I didn't see anything. Um, so I'm like, all right. You know what? I'm gonna put it four wheel drive. I'm gonna take it nice and slow. I'm gonna make it to work. Yee-yee. Put it in four wheel drive. Pulled out the field. No problems at all. Yeah. Get back on the road. I'm going 40, 45 at the most. It's it's making a little bit of a weird noise, and I'm like, okay, maybe I did bend something or whatever. I'm getting ready to slow down and and check it. This was maybe four hundred yards down the road. You know, it was very wasn't very far. Um, and pretty much the exact moment that I'm like, you know what? I should stop and check <laughs> the back end of the truck swings out again, only in the opposite direction. And, uh, I went into the opposite side of the field. The, the first time I, I spun out and I went across the road into the other lane mm. and into the field on the left hand side of me. Yeah. This time I spun out, I went to the right side, and it just so happened that there was a clump of trees right there, and I I met the first tree into the woods. Yeah, the tree was... Um, it had a solid handshake. It did not... <laughs> it didn't budge. <clears throat> there and, was no uh, budging. I tore the crap out of the front side of that truck. The truck like, was like feeling the window to the wall kind of song. <laughs> From the left to the right, into <laughs> the tree. Um, I mean, I... I I broke the uh, I broke the wheel itself uh, at least three or four different places. It's crazy. I probably most likely bent the axle. Um, the framing that was on the fender was all cracked, and I bent the hood up. The and I'm I'm pretty sure I tw- actually torqued the you whole twerked? axe torqued. Oh, I did twerk the whole. You immediately axle. I mean, jumped out and we're just like twerking. You were going yeah, hard, I jumped out bro. and I started twerking. I was like, "Yeah, Fear I lived." <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if if I had been sideways and I hit the tree like I did, I I could have easily been pinned inside of that truck. Yeah, I know we're laughing um, about it, but the pictures like if people want to go check I out mean, your I, Facebook, uh, I think I think Brittany put up some I, photos. I could probably post it to the group if you guys want to see it. But it was pretty bad. I'm not gonna it, lie. It tore the truck up pretty good. Um, I'm definitely lucky. I mean, I, I got I got a small bruise on my collarbone where the seatbelt was. Um, a small like uh, bone bruise on my right right hand. 
and I had a, a couple, I presume, are chemical burns um, from the airbag. Uh, oh yeah, on yeah. my how was that? My hands getting smacked with a uh, airbag. It was bro. actually nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going. Like your to be. glasses? I nothing? did not. It did knock my glasses off. Didn't break them, but my glasses went flying <clears throat> to the left hand side, and I had to pick those up. Um, Dude, it sounds so bad. I know that. Like, I okay, not to make it funny, but like, because shouldn't laugh with like, it. This is like you said. We're very blessed that you're like completely okay, besides the few injuries you had. But I always thought it was funny with the airbag, and yes, they saved tons of lives. I'm not arguing the safety of them at all, really. But it's hilarious that like in the moment you get into a car accident, they're like, you know what, we really need to add to this car accident a mini a just like in the face. Mike Tyson <laughs> times four punching you right in the face. That's what you. No, it really, it really wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, it didn't break my nose or anything like that. You know, like, um. I, I, my face hitting the steering wheel would have been far worse. Oh, than, I can imagine than hitting that the airbag. Sure. So, um, you know, I I I I was very fortunate to walk out of that completely unscathed. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, like you said, if we end up putting up the pictures, people can see while they're listening to this if they want to go take a peek at it. Yeah, I could barely get the the the, the driver's side door open to get out. Um, yeah, because you truck actually was hit still on running the driver's side when right? I went. Yeah, yeah, I hit like the front, like where the headlight is, pretty much, mm-hmm. right there, kind of on an angle, um, into the tree. My wheel was was also turned left, so then that just you know re you know just added to the bend <laughs> into the into the axle. Um, well, but it stopped me eight. from like you know she's... flipping sideways. Or yeah, anything. that's and really the first time I spun out, I was I was also like I. It was it was violent enough that I I thought there was a potential I was going to flip the truck, so I got fortunate there, and then I got fortunate when I actually crashed the truck. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it sucks that you know I crashed the truck, but yeah. Well, like um, I said, CAA can't hold us down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure at any moment, I any should. moment, if they ever needed to make us disappear, first of all, we're not that important. But if they ever needed to really make us disappear, I'm pretty sure. It's we're not gone. complicated. Yeah, yeah we're it's, gone. It's, it's not um, hard. Anyways, yeah, so that's one thing to happen. And, and another reason why we you know, haven't been able to be on is because of what he was doing that day, which is on the way to work. work. And as I mentioned yeah. in our last episode, we're working opposites right now <clears throat> as far as he's working mornings. Morning's on the crap hole shift. Basically, basically. Yeah. So that and then that, that, that was a Monday um, so, you know, <laughs> it was a great Monday. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was, uh, I had worked, uh, the full weekend two weeks prior to that. That was my first day off. Cause I obviously didn't go to work. Um, and then I worked through the next weekend and, and I had to work yesterday as well. Today is Sunday. So mm-hmm. this is the first, well, the second day I've had off in about a month, um, so yeah. it's kind of difficult to uh, for me and William to to get together to do these for sure. Uh, like I said, we're, I was letting people know. I was like, we're not. I mean, I'd like personally. I want to because especially we start doing every two weeks. Um, there's a there's a couple of people I'm I'm kind of talking with. I don't want to mention anything in case it doesn't work out. And I want to, you know, them to feel bad or be like, oh, you left me hanging out to dry. But if we can get it set up, there are some good interviews coming up that I'm excited for. 
for for our guests be able to come on and for you the listener to be able to hear them um involved with obviously stuff that i'm into like ufology uh with current events so to me i'm really excited for the next couple of weeks couple you know month or so here we just got to find the time to make it happen with their schedules and obviously with our two schedules so anyways enough about that uh but Hopefully, we'll have something lined up. This episode is just going to be a catch-up episode because, like he said, we hadn't even talked. We talked briefly. We did the big roundtable, bro. That was a good time. We got to go hang out with everybody and, uh, you know, just basically uh, shoot the crap. And, you know, that was that was a good time. I actually listened back to that one because uh, I don't always listen back to all of our episodes, obviously, especially the ones that we do anymore. I used to in the beginning, like the first, I don't know, excuse me, maybe 10 I listened back to all the way through, which, you know, like you're critiquing, like, oh, we should have done this here or that there. Probably should still be doing that, but I don't. Yeah, listen to say, her. at the same time, when you you sit there and you can you can hear all the mistakes she made, you can correct those in the future, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and then you don't make the yeah. same exact. If there's mistakes. something that like I'm unsure about or felt uncomfortable about, sometimes I'll listen back to that part. But point being, I listened to that whole one, and that was actually a good time. And we brought up something in that, and for people that haven't checked it out, first of all, like I said, again, go check out the UFO Garage guys. Go check out uh, the What If Tomorrow podcast. We haven't completely solidified it yet. Mike, I don't even think I got you in the loop on this because um, we all wrapped wrapped up so fast after that episode. But um, uh, Phil and I have been talking about this, and he, he put out a feeler to you and I. He, he gave us an open invite with what they're doing as far as building a network, an actual uh, you know broadcasting network, and they would like to bring us in as a part of that, obviously being our own thing. But they're wanting to form something else that's kind of a community, as he's hit on many times in their show, uh, with where current events are going. Um, obviously, their show is all about prepping, so they, they, they're they really big on developing a community while you can, while things are still open lines of communication. And again, not trying to go fear-mongering on you here, um, and I'll let Micah take over a little bit more at this, this part of the show, because this is a little more his realm, but it's uh, it's I, I think everyone should do their due diligence to always be prepared, no matter who or what your president is, the current state of leaders, I would prefer to always be self-reliant and not have to rely on anybody personally. That's my my stance on it. And sometimes, let's be honest, you need a community around you to do that, to be more efficient. Um, like with, the, with a lot of stuff they were talking about, uh, Gary went on with uh, Joe and Ben afterwards and they did a show about permaculture. And they were talking about the aspects of how people trade that way and how the government really the, – the best way to – Gary said something. I can't remember the gentleman he was quoting, but it was a great point because what it said was that, listen, we we don't like our government. I think you and I can agree that as a whole, the United States, no matter really who the president is, I have a lot of issues with our, our – especially big government, the federal government. Um, and having said that, I don't see that being changed – Unless there's literally a revolution. Now, listen, I'm not, that's not what I'm calling for. But what I'm saying is I don't see it changing. The only way that you and I can really affect how the federal government is affecting us is to be self-sufficient and not rely on them one single bit. Meaning if we can get as clean as possible as far as running our energy off the grids, if we can be self-reliant on what we're growing for ourselves, and through that, through the permaculture and all that, trading goods, literally saying, hey, I've got this many canned things, or I've got this many chickens, I'll trade for this, what do you have? Literally trading. That is about the only way you're going to get away from the federal government. Now, you're not allowed, like the idea of like milk, like, isn't it stupid you can't sell milk, unpasteurized milk? 
Like, to me, is that not a... I mean, yes and no. I understand the point behind it, you know, being that um, you as a consumer have no <clears throat> idea where that came from. Whoa, my chair didn't stay you know? locked in. It fell over. <laughs> That's always the worst <laughs> feeling in the world. Sorry to interrupt there, guys. I can't uh, read. Just to let people know what happens, so I don't know why I screamed out. Uh, <laughs> chair has a setting where you can, like, lean back and it'll stop you. And I guess that piece was out of place. And I leaned back and my chair just kept going. And I was like, oh, my God. It's I'm gonna die. Of the world. Ended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, keep going. <laughs> but I mean, you don't you don't know where that milk came from. So it being pasteurized lets you know that it's safe to drink. Ten. Relatively Bull. speaking. Bull. Yeah. I mean, we all know that pasteurization of as I say, it's the taxation stuff is. Is it's not the tax? I mean, they they really like. It's to me, it's taxation. It's always taxation. Crap to it, and it's it's taxation, and it's a way to again, not that it's hundred percent tracking people, but it's to me, it's it it is taxation because if you and I are able to say, let's just say for whatever reason, I've got twelve chickens, and I'm like, hey, you've got some already pre-canned beef, and I'm like, I have these twelve chickens, I will trade you for seven, ten pounds of already canned beef. You know, and whatever you and I come to an agreement, then you and I do that. Whereas if we wanted to do that now, we have to go buy something from somewhere, pay the mother trucking taxes on that and the whole system of taxes that that's been through to then just trade with each other. It's bull crap. Well, yes and no. I mean, you can trade goods amongst each other without, you just can't like, if you're commercially, right manufacture anything and well, that's the thing with public without going through those processes. Yeah, that's like the thing with the milk. You can give it you can give it away. You just can't sell it. I believe I believe is the rule uh, of that. I, I mean, yeah, you probably can't legally sell it, but I mean the point if you being, were selling it to some people like Yeah. The point I think the point I think you'd be fine as long as you're not like advertising it commercially. Right. Um but the point I'm trying to make with it is that, it, again, I'm, I know I probably should have brought this up off the air. Or it is overstepping, sure. Yeah. My point is is that Phil has put that offer out there to basically help be a part of the community he's trying to build. And then obviously we reach out and build a community in our area and others should do it in their area. And you should do that even – I'm not even talking about like a screw the government even though that's you know, it's kind of my opinion. Um, I'm just saying in, in general, what if a disaster hits, a local disaster of some sort, something happens to you? What if your house just – just anything happens – like for us, we don't have a – well, we got some family in the area actually. But there's some people that might be completely on their own. So your house burns down. Any normal disaster that could happen, it's good to have a little bit of a community around you to help out. And to be a part of that because when things happen, you know, like Phil's latest video that they put up on their – um their media page, he talked about the the family nucleus, basically. He said, listen, number one community you're starting with is your family, right? So for you and your wife, or I, I don't know why I didn't want to say her name for a second, for, for you and Brittany, um, you know, you guys are your community, right? If things go south, you, you are the two people who have to lean on each other initially, immediately. So anyways, um, you guys check them out and, uh, you know, show them support, show them love. And they're, they're putting together some great videos, too, on how to be prepared on a budget, some like really easy stuff you can buy at Walmart when you go. Again, enough beating the table about that. Check that out. And we also, I don't think, dude, I don't think we ever advertised that you and I went on and did two episodes with them, did we? I might have shared the episodes that we did, but if people don't know, Mike and I went on and did, um, well, at least I did two. We, but we did another one with them before yeah, the big round table. I was on one of those, and then you did, uh, a, it was a preparedness. Yeah, uh, they did like a little one, preparedness right. one. So. 
anyways, you guys check them out. And uh, like I said, they're dealing with some of the current events that we have going on. And uh, at the near the midway to end point of the show, we'll, we'll make it a little lighter. And I got some funny stuff I want to cover that I, I think is entertaining to me and I just find unique. Um, but Mike, is there anything you want to bring up, I guess? Because like I said, it's just kind of a current event slash catching uh. up with each other. I would say it's kind of it's kind of in the same realm of of being you know self reliant kind of thing, and <clears throat> it, I would just say like it in the time that we're in right now, it's probably the most important time to to be able to do things for yourself. Because um, I, I I just again I I am not promoting or saying that it should happen, but. Uh, the way that the current administration is deciding to run things. Um, I don't know if any of y'all seen, like they've, they're putting up, uh, you know, they put up the, the fence that they're trying to implement as a permanent thing around the Capitol. There's still thousands and thousands of soldiers in the Capitol. Uh, there's like, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be the people's house, right? It's mm-hmm. the, the, the people are the government. Um, but it's quickly becoming a dictatorship and then the peasants, um, especially with you look at how many executive orders have been thrown out of the White House in the last week and a half that he's been in office um, is an unbelievable number. You know, and, and if we go on the, in the same trend, uh, it's going to make the 200 and some executive orders that Trump wrote look like child's play. Because um, yeah, we're already into the 37? 30s. I think I saw that the other night there, just briefly. I was like, I think it popped up saying something like 37 or something like that. No. And and in, in retrospect to other presidents who typically stayed in single digits in the first week uh, to two weeks, um, you know, that's that's pretty significant difference. And really, the whole point of a executive order is that um the 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 executive branch has to do something based on what the legislation or whatever has put to- uh, towards them right and they're like hey this is what we need done and now you have executive powers to get that done mm-hmm. to do what you got to do to get it done that's the whole point of an executive order and it's not being used that way. It's being used to make laws. It's being used to implement agendas. And yeah. that's where it's quickly <clears throat> becoming a dictatorship. It's not being used in the, the appropriate purpose of an executive order. And it's just something that everyone should should definitely be aware of. And like you said, be self-reliant because there might be there might come a point that there is going to be nobody else there for you. Mm-hmm. And you got to know that you can take care of yourself. Yeah. Like the scariest in that thing situation. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you out there. Um, the, the scariest thing for, for me, I should say in general, well, just for myself, I guess I can't speak for others was that some might think, well, I'll just stock up, right? Like freezer and whatever else is like, yeah, but, now, this is getting really out there, but like once you could stock up for sure. And once the stores run out and that'll be the first tipping point of the chaos is when the stores start limiting you on, hey, like they've already started to do over this year. And people are like, well, it's a pandemic. We have to when you're conditioned on the idea that you can only buy this much no matter how big your household is. Right. 
They didn't, did you notice when you were buying at the store, it didn't say, hey, you might have a household of like, now again, not other people's problems, but let's just say you had six or seven kids or you just shared a household. Well, and you so, do what, you do what like uncle dude did and <laughs> you send your kids in and they, they <laughs> all get their li- item limit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do that. That's what you have to do. Right. But my point being is that when the stores run out and if that happens, that that's, I think when it would hit home was for people and they would freak out. Um, so let's just say you did stock up. Well, then how are you keeping your stuff, you know, good? And if it's canned goods, obviously that's not a big deal. But if it's something that needs to be refrigerated or frozen and the grid goes down in any way, shape, or form, if there's just sporadic grid outages, what do you do? Well, you and don't even really need a grid outage at this point. I mean, if you think about the agenda that's been put forward, the basically – they're embracing the Green New Deal. Oh, yeah. And right, so we're going to that could back skyrocket the costs of energy. You could yeah. no longer be able to afford your electric bill. Yeah. It's not going to be just, oh, hey, the power went out. It might be you literally cannot pay your for bill. the energy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's also something to think about. It doesn't need to be some type of huge natural disaster or an EMP or mm-hmm. anything like that to knock the power out. It could easily be that you just cannot afford to have it. Um, so it's it's something that looking into solar panels or, yeah. you know, something that, that a generator that runs off of a solar panel, something that can. It's funny um, how pissed off they get about that, too, talking about. The solar panels, because I got a, uh, a gentleman I work with at work and um, where that we met through work just recently here. And I, he's got, you know, not a ton of acreage, you know, a couple acres. And he, he's kind of more out in the sticks, as it were, as he loves to call it. Um, and he's been doing this process, right? Getting more and more off the system, more and more. And they got so pissed off at him for, you know, eventually they started owing him money that some guy showed up to his house to shut off the stuff. And, he, and they were like, hey, we got to shut it off. And he's like, oh, go for it. And they were like, well, I don't think you understand. We're shutting it off. And he's like, yeah, OK. Like, <laughs> I'm not using, you know, like, go for it. Like, I don't care. And he said the, the look on their face was like, you don't understand. We're cutting you off. And he was like, I could care less. I haven't used you in a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care. Like, what's the point? But he said that idea of being able to look at somebody and getting out of the system. And, but uh, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'm going to wonder what rules start getting implemented that way. We already know, and I, I, I get it. I do get it with the whole rainwater and, and how it properly needs to set and run off and all that. But the fact that it's illegal to collect water and then have it – because the thing is with the – again, I have zero knowledge really on the permaculture stuff. But from my understanding is if you can help reroute your water – to properly utilize it to to um, run through multiple layers of what you are trying to grow and utilize and then run it back out naturally where it needs to go, that's not necessarily shouldn't be illegal. But I wonder how long before they start making stuff like that illegal, where they're, where they're cracking down on, like you went to mention, besides solar panels, I mean, what's some other ways you could try to get self-sufficient? Is there something you could see them implementing where like, well, that's not allowed anymore? I mean, yeah, the I... I, I, I truly think that's that's kind of the agenda behind this current administration is to have you as reliant as possible on the government it's kind Mm -hmm. of the whole communism mindset of you have to have the government to survive yeah it's it's a necessity it's not uh 
It's not a want. It's not a anything like that. It's you have to have them to live a normal life. And how sad uh, is it? Like our forefathers. I mean, for God's sake, could you imagine the idea that the government was set up to work for the people? You were supposed to go serve a a term, a representation of your district, of your state, wherever you're coming from, depending on your level and what, what entry you are in the government. You were a representative for a set period in time. Then you went back home and you lived your life. Now you've got this, the idea when the career politicians came in in the 30s and the 40s. And then now it's moving into what you're saying where it's not, it's no longer even of like, okay, yeah, those people are messed up as far as they're making us a career. Now it's moving into not only as a career, but like you're saying that the reliance of like, oh my God, we can't function. We can't live without the government is the only way. And there are times well, that like I, mean, I even made so many people completely reliant on the welfare system and all that kind of stuff that those people literally 100% could not live on their own. Without yeah, but the even government. like, let's just say you and I. I mean, we obviously we know about the welfare stuff, but let's let's just take everyday citizens, maybe like yourself and I, that are putting in hard work, that are going to work. We're doing our part. We're working probably harder than we need to to earn the money that we make. And uh, with with what we're doing, it doesn't really transition. It doesn't translate to if you and I just had to go live off the country, you know, live off the land. When we started separating people from agriculture. And learning how to be self-sufficient and just running a small garden and farming, because that's why that's so important. What, why do you think there's so many? Now, I don't know how it is where you're at, but here there are rules on gardens in the city. Did you know that? Did you know that there – now, don't get me wrong. There's certain big communities where they're like, oh, yeah, we have the community garden, right? And they make that a big thing like, oh, yeah. But then they're implementing rules that you can't have gardens in your own backyard. What's that crap about? I mean, I don't understand why you can't. Now, obviously, I don't own the property I'm on right now, so I, I can't, I don't, I mean, she probably would be okay with it, but I can't just tear up her, her yard and just throw down a garden. You know what I mean? That makes sense. It's not right. my property. We've talked about, obviously, with like planting, like pots and stuff. No problems that way. Been given full, you know, the thumbs up. But my point being, even what I'm trying to say is even people like us who aren't necessarily living off, we're not living off the system. We're self-reliant in the idea that we work for our own money. We when people, when that push from the living in the country to push to the inner cities took place on a mass scale, I don't know the numbers off my head, but I'm going to, I'm going to guesstimate that less than 3% of the population is a farmer right now. Is that correct? Somewhere in there, roughly three to 5% maybe would be my, I would say probably less than that. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not a huge number. Right. And, when, and I mean, obviously you think, those... you think about how much space a single farm can take off too. So like yeah. the, the fields that you see, you know, 10 fields might be owned by the same guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because you see a whole bunch of fields doesn't necessarily mean there's that many farmers. And, you know, a farm having a really bad year and not being able to work through it and having to shut down or something can be mm-hmm. a significant impact on the economy itself. And like I said, so, I'm really bothered by the fact, again, t- take it as you will, take it as what it is. Some people think it's the greatest thing ever. And, and maybe he totally does have great intentions for the world. I don't personally believe so, but maybe he does. But with Bill Gates now becoming the largest farm owner in America, uh, a farmland, that's concerning to me because yes, he has not run out all the other farmers, but what's the matter of time over the next couple of decades before he's able to just buy them out for astronomical no, amounts of money? He doesn't even need to buy them out. He could just 
undersell. Bill Gates is plenty powerful enough to be pulling strings in the government. Yeah. We, we all, I think you'd have to be stupid to not believe that. And I mean, you could very, you could very easily get well, let's legislation say pushed Let, through. Instead to of calling make them it, stupid, well, well, we maybe they're just ignorant, Micah. They're, they're, ignorance okay. is a little different than stupid. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll give them the Whatever. benefit of doubt. We'll give them the benefit of doubt here. We're not necessarily calling you stupid. Um, if this is new information to you, I'm not calling you stupid. It's we're all ignorant to different things. That's all I'm saying. I'm just putting that okay. disclaimer. Okay. Out Are you gonna be you gonna be PC? Let's get a safe on. space is for that, them. Is that what it is? Like give them their safe space. <laughs> Let's let them go to your safe space. Hold okay. your booty. Just rock Me back and forth. For you stupid <laughs> may have been the wrong word. We know what I we know what I'm saying. Like you, you would have to not really be thinking about it. If you think about it, you and you have common sense, you'll know that that's how government works nowadays. Is a whole bunch of special interests being pushed through, and that becomes yeah. law. We're, um, we're definitely vastly, fastly moving away from the whole two party system. I mean, it, yes, they're extreme from each other, but it's becoming one big thing. It's it's, it's becoming it's one a total government. cluster, it's um, one world order. And then you could have people like Bill Gates who's like, hey, I own a bunch of farms. I want to make sure people have to come to me for food, whatever it might be. Um, and then he can afford to do a whole bunch of crap to his farms, right? But mm -hmm. the average farmer can't afford to do certain things where, let's say, they, they implement some type of new uh you know, uh, chemical uh, legislation to well, the where their tractors can no longer be used. Now they have to switch over to electric tracker tractors or, yeah. you know, some other Well, they've been using crab. AI within the, to study the plants. They have ones that are specifically, as it's running along, it can identify, because I was looking it up before, because I've been doing the investing and whatever into random stuff. And one of the biggest ones they have coming out is this new one. They can identify the difference between the plant that's that it's wanting to grow and what is a, uh, what's just um, like a, what do you call it? A, not the trucker. I'm having a brain for here. A weed. A weed. Thank you. Sorry, it's such a hard word. I knew the word. I was like, a plant. <laughs> uh, uh, a weed, something you don't want to grow. But dude, it can do it at such a fast rate that they can run a massive uh, tractor out there with, with all of it hooked up. And it's identifying and it literally specifically spraying only the weeds. Now, this is something new that's coming and it's helping agriculture because then you're, you're only increasing your growth and your, your what you're growing but the point is that like you said maybe not everybody can afford that so if all of a sudden where that gets implemented that that has to be the new standard or just the fact that that alone is going to allow you to have a, a higher yield than a person who is just generally spraying their crops um you know like you said and, and that's all part of business and i guess that's part of the free market it totally is. Sure, it's, part of, the free it's part of evolution and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and you're right. But when you have, like you said, you have a single man that owns mm -hmm. a huge portion of what provides food for everyone. Yeah, that's where it gets weird. Um, I'm okay with the free market as long as there has to be a point. And this gets tricky because I know you and I have had different, different opinions on like when it comes to the healthcare and stuff. I mean, it gets very close. This gets this gets Bernie Sanders territory here when we're getting into the idea of the quality of you know the right for food and the right of health care. Um, it could become a somewhat similar conversation saying that, listen, you should be able to dictate, like you're saying to people with the food, the same argument can be made with health care. Well, I don't, I don't see an issue with somebody owning every bloody field 
in every farm. I it's don't concerning. see an issue with that. It's concerning, Edward. It's concerning. <laughs> no matter who it was, like it doesn't Bill even have Gates to be Bill Gates. Bill Gates, it. yes, uh, but it could be any guy. I don't care who it is. He's honestly. made it very clear his Bill intentions very for the world. So, <laughs> um, yes, I, I do think it, it does. It does essentially form a monopoly around a necessity for humans to live. Yep. Um, so there could be some questions that come to con- you know that could be concerned uh, there, but um, I think for the most part, I. I truly believe as long as people don't have horrible intentions for things, which I really don't believe that Bill Gates has good intentions for people. Um, well, I don't really see an issue. With dude, it. I go it's, back and forth in my head with it. I totally do. I go two ways on this in my head with Bill Gates, with, with this whole thing. There's one part of me that just like, I guess everyday part of me, the, the decent human being in me that's like, yeah, screw that guy. Right. Then there's another part of me that's like, yeah, you know, if we're totally trying to like, he's got a point. He's got a point. Yeah, like, wait, wait, wait. He's got a point. Yeah, like the two guys on uh, what's Kronk's shoulders. God, I, man. Anybody who's not watched Emperor's New Groove, we have a lot of listeners over in Europe. Uh, by the way, France and uh, England in particular, we get a lot of. I should say a lot, but consistently, we get I like right off the bat five people that listen over there all the time. So, hello, a lot. over there. It's a lot, well, guys. I mean, it's five specifically, five it's like the same it's five cities. out of our fifteen. So yeah, uh... yeah. you guys make up like one third. <laughs> uh, anyways, point being, if you guys have not watched Emperor's New Groove, uh, but I should go watch that. I don't it's know how old you movie. are. It could be like we're telling a bunch of fifty-year-old men to go watch it, and they just go to watch it, thinking it's going to be like something that makes sense and like has something to do with life. And like, what the <laughs> French toast is this bullcrap? <laughs> anyways, yeah, there's times where I see his points on. He has a point that we're totally wasteful human beings, but I want to say that. Let me just say it this way. I'm just going to say it like this. Just these are William's thoughts. This has nothing to do. This is nothing based even in fact. I'm going to say that too. This is just my general perspective of really looking at it. You and I might waste a few things here and there, meaning like your kid doesn't finish all their food and maybe you throw your kid's food out or you didn't finish something yourself and you throw it out. Okay. On the grand scheme of things, what you and I throw out is considered wasteful human beings, and they try to, through the mainstream media, put it on you and I all the time that we're these wasteful human beings who just waste, waste, waste. Are we really that wasteful, or is it these massive giant corporations that exist because of, again, I'm not trying to knock the free market, but they've gotten so freaking big that no matter what we did as a collective unit in a city, If we all wasted as much as we could, we wouldn't be matching the waste that a single corporation matches in a month. The amount of waste and overuse of resources that they have just because they have the money to, like you said, with the special interests and just pay for it, it is not the same as you and I. That that whole idea that we're destroying the planet and there's parts of it that I I believe in. I believe there are corporations and special interests that do not give a crap about the planet because they don't really care if there's enough of us left. They don't care if it affects the total population. I 100% believe that. And the fact that they are completely okay with draining whatever natural resource and doing whatever they need to do to make things happen because it'll help their money and they give it to the guys of, we made a million, look at we're funding almost a million jobs, but then in the long term are going to destroy millions of jobs. 
that is a problem. And that is not you and I destroying the destroying this earth. Okay. Now I've been on like, I'll admit, make fun of me. I don't care. Uh, over the last couple months, since the, the lockdown happened, but specifically about halfway through it, I got a lot more like, I don't use the term like spiritual because we were, you know, we grew up in church and stuff, but I truly believe the earth is like a, it is a living, breathing thing. Okay. And I think, I truly believe that when you take care of something, when you care about the ground, as, as weird as this sounds, but when you go out and you garden and you care about that thing, I truly believe that that is reciprocated. And when you go out and you just destroy it, if you're just dumping whatever crap in your backyard, it's clearly going to manifest itself back out <laughs> in your backyard. If you're just dumping raw sewage in your backyard and you try to grow a garden around that, it's not going to be a good thing. If you bury it, if you properly take care of it, then it's a different story. There's some other things that you can do. But my point being is that I, I hate how it's constantly put on us that we don't care about the planet and we're destroying the planet. And it's not you and I that's destroying the planet. Okay. Most of these vehicles that we have now have been upgraded a lot as far as the whole pollution thing. But then in the back turn, when they were creating it, they don't tell you about the amount of things that they destroyed to make this thing run cleaner. Like the big meme that's going, again, it's a meme right now. But the whole big thing that's going around about the wind turbine and how people are like, oh, yeah, it runs on wind. But then it had a massive oil leak. Did you see that? I, I didn't. So this massive thing that runs to be green runs on fossil fuels and that's what it's set out to destroy is fossil fuels and it's leaking oil everywhere so it's that idea of like it's all an illusion none of it's really freaking real it's well it's i mean this- to be to be fair with the whole wind turbine it's got moving parts i don't know if if people if people really know a lot about mechanical I'm sure it's just recycling. I don't think it's moving it's parts <clears throat> requires lubrication. Um, oil happens to be a fantastic lubricant. Just good. So for most things. Uh, for most things. <laughs> um, it's so good at mechanical things. Oil let's put it that way. Is, <laughs> is got it pretty much is a necessity at that point to make sure that this wind turbine does not seize itself up mm-hmm. or you know whatever else could happen from metal on metal contact yeah because uh, you, you have to have that otherwise it's not going to really it's not going to produce the friction that it's needed friction. to uh to produce the energy that the windmill well yeah if those things were spinning around like that it would just overheat and seize up more yeah. than likely, depending on what you're So, I mean, you, you do have to have oil in it um, yeah. or, or some being... type of lubricant. But, yeah, yeah, I, I get your point. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's that's what it's there to destroy, and yet it's what it requires to run. Um, yeah. It's kind of stupid. It's I guess idiotic. that's what bothers me is these politicians, these actors that are paid for, Mother Trucker, their name is, they're literally, we call them actors. That's what they are. You pay them, and then they go out and they put on an act, and we, we listen to these people, and even performers, and all these, again, another term, performers. They, 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 have you ever heard the term influencer? <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a, an actual term. No, I know. It's they're a social media influencer. influencer. Yes. That is their job title. Mm-hmm. They're a freaking influencer. Their whole job is to try to convince people of some freaking agenda. Exactly. And it's just like, holy crap. And people like them. I get it because you've seen their movies or you listen to their music. There's a reason why. Okay, let's think about this too. There's a reason why certain people just shoot up the charts. Do you think it's really because their song is just that good? There are certain unique ones that, yes, their songs shoot up and you hear them sing and you're like, you know what? 
this is like it's genuine, right? In the beginning, there's certain like Adele's one that comes to mind. When she first put out some of her first music, it was very genuine and it was like a hit and it was like, whoa. And I don't think, in my opinion, Adele is really this person that they try to use to influence people too much, okay? But there are other ones that it's like, why did they shoot up so quickly? And then all of a sudden, they're out speaking about politics. You look in a couple of years, right? So they shoot up, and then five to eight years later, they're making decisions and influencing people about political choices. Why is that? You just got it, like you said, for yourself, if you're thinking about it in your person, you're stepping back, just our show is all about social media, and, I'm sorry, mainstream media and human manipulation and, and control of people. I'm telling you, it's a Speaking dark Speaking of which. Go for it. Have we seen the uh, news coverage on the Biden administration? I it's so boring. He's I, so boring. He's what? such a normal, boring president. Is this that you is saying this, or is this someone else saying? No, this is like this is literally how the freaking media is covering oh, okay. this. This I, is like I, I oh, hey, this administration is <laughs> about to be four boring years, guys. We don't even need you. Don't need us. You don't uh, need us. Uh, we we don't. Our jobs are now unimportant. Uh, we don't have to cover this administration because we fervently believe this administration is going yeah. to be truthful. There was a fact checker that actually freaking said that. He was like, you know what? Uh, we trust this administration is going to be truthful with us, and uh, we don't need Tru- to check everything Dude, like we did with Trump. this mother trucker right off the bat a couple months ago. What? M- middle of last year was like, I need to get in there. Uh, I have a plan for the coronavirus. And then he gets in there, and I, I want to say it was a week or two week go maybe somewhere he came out and released a statement saying yeah I mean, there's nothing there's they they said that i mean i'll give them that that is the truth well, if all the, the coronavirus the tra- trajectory and yeah all that, you can't really yeah. affect it that much like no, I'm not it's saying very wrong, hard to do but he lied he's a freaking politician like, he lied and he lied of course about he freaking uh, lied the minimum wage which is another whole just piece of bullcrap but there's that's a whole nother, that's, that deserves almost a whole episode in itself but with it going up to 16 dollars an hour but 16? guess what yeah what for, fe- for federal employees for federally employed people the minimum wage is gonna go up to 16 an hour however i don't think it's happening until 2026 now so it's like yeah, God, I, you guys put okay, me in there. Okay, I really hope that's true. Because if it's I not until twenty twenty six, then next presidential term, when well, Biden is no longer the president, and people like use their brain cells and they vote someone in well, there, that how can are you just supposed to do that when it's already crap? rigged? Well, you know, we can't say that, guys. The election was one hundred percent. It official. was not. There was uh, no the F word. There was no anybody... F word involved in it in any way, shape, or. You got a good point. There was no though. collusion. There is no chance that anyone ever, ever affected our political election system. True, except Hail in Biden 2016 <laughs> when the Russians uh, changed the election results to get Trump in office. That is totally true and not okay, a conspiracy guys. theory, but... Biden getting 80 million votes being the boring, boring, so normal, normal guy that he is, uh, is not. It's a conspiracy theory for you to believe that it could be possibly fraudulent. I'm going to level with you guys. They've all been handpicked. They've known for decades who the president was going to be. Your vote does not matter. If you think it does, keep dreaming. Thank you very much. This has been a great episode. That's all we wanted to say. <laughs> okay, but seriously, still vote. Uh, if you still don't vote, vote, if you don't dude, vote, and there, there's come on. there's results. Here's what I'm. You up can't at. really be like, hey, my vote didn't count because you didn't vote. But 
But here, here's my bullcrap on this. That's let me just say this though. Here's what I'm more pissed about because again, as you and I have talked about, I, I didn't vote for Trump, right? Either either uh, time that he was up, but uh, I certainly didn't vote for for Biden. Um, but with this election, more than oh Trump is getting voted out of office or oh Biden's getting put in office, what was upsetting to me was the our democracy, and I'm putting that in massive quotation marks, was hanging in the ballot. And because of this, there have been so many people who said, I'm not even voting next year or next time around because it crushed their spirit, as it were. And it is wrong that this wasn't further investigated. And you know what, dude? I don't know. You still know what's going on as far as all the arrests that were being made and other countries and all that crap that's going on. Who knows? Maybe in three, four years, that's going to come to light. And we're all going to look back and be like, well, holy crap, man. I didn't realize. I don't know. I don't know. But my point is what I'm most upset about is that if there is some sort of any at all sanctity to our election system, it was completely, completely murdered investigated. and executed in broad daylight in front of all the American people. And we kind of all just stood there, and no offense to any of us, all took it. We all kind of were like, no balls. Because, it, again, we should try we should try to go through a democratic process or, or a democracy of fixing this and through the courts and the laws. But when the courts and the laws fail you again and again and already rigged to keep you in your position to where you have no say, then that's a problem and it's going to come to a head. Well, one day, I would one say that our again. forefathers formed this country beating the crap out of the British that were here. And you know what? If someone didn't far- serve... If, so, if someone didn't serve you with today. in the United States properly, what do you think the term, what was the old term that used to be? Riding them out of town on a rail. You got tarred and feathered and then rode out on a rail, meaning they tied you to a rail, like a, a rail that you put down for railroads, those big giant pieces of wood. They'd hog tie you to that practically by your hands and your feet, and you got carried out of town. Not a good practice, very bad, okay? But you better do what's right by the people. Yeah. Or you will That's be hogtied, I almost feathered feel and like tarred. I keep hearing about the holler. Have you ever heard about the holler? A holler? Uh, I don't know. Specify the holler. I mean, right. like, there's a holler. So down south. way back I mean, what are you in the holler, about? right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah way okay. back in the holler, um, where like the the freaking laws they don't exist. Oh, you okay? You're talking. Like, I mean, I'm talking about. I the know what holler. you're talking about now. You're talking about like in different parts of Missouri and Arkansas that we went. Yes, to. Okay. where like where yeah, the rules might apply, like, but the rules don't apply. Entirely different civilizations <laughs> inside of the United States. Not that all are good. just like not, you know I'm just what? Put it out there. Not all. Well, they're good. not. All, they're not all good. Sure, they're not, not all, all good. good. But it it does kind of it warms my heart that there are people out there that are like screw you government um and we're going to do what we want to do making moonshine like, and everything but yeah. yeah like that's that's the kind of mindset we need i know you know at a certain point we need to have that mindset of like enough's enough your crap's not working i know we need to implement something else like, I know. no offense we to really you, need a whole but we're going really, another direction. We we're firing need, you. We're yeah. booting you out the door. You know, like, we that need a is whole our civil right as the population that is the government. I know. It is our right to fire them, to remove them, to get rid of them, and replace them with something else. 
And like I said, again, I'm not, um, uh, what's the word? I'm not encouraging violence. I'm not advocating, I'm not advocating that. What I am saying is, and another gentleman I at work have talked to us a couple times, where do we draw the line in the sand? Because at a certain point, it's kind of like when you're in school and there's a bully and the bully starts out micro, micro, you know, microaggressions and then it, progresses and it progresses and it progresses you and just, pretty soon you just use the freaking term microaggression microaggression meaning me maybe it's just you in the face okay my bad it starts out small <laughs> okay i'll use a different term i'm going to use a non-microaggression to show you how i feel about my point being your bully starts out by maybe calling you stupid making something fun of something and it's pretty soon abuse. yeah and then pretty soon it's physical pretty soon you're giving them your money and maybe even rolls into your home at a certain point, you have to draw a line, and whether it be you or community around you that ends this, so true. you have to, at a certain point, what I'm saying is you as the individual, at a certain point, have to make the choice, whether it's reaching out for help or whether you handle it yourself. It's not your fault for drawing. My point is, is that from the beginning, it's the bully's fault. You drawing a line in the sand makes you, you might even feel like, oh, I'm the bad guy for drawing a line. No, you do not deserve to be picked on, punched, and stolen from. And for me, what I'm saying is the government is a massive bully to the American people, is my point. We have been both verbally, mentally, and physically abused. Especially if you voted for Trump. Man, you are the problem. That's a whole other... You are the problem. There are flat-out politicians coming out and telling people that anybody that is a conservative or voted for Trump is a white supremacist, neo-Nazi, domestic terrorist. And that's one thing and I we did need think to be hunted down. Was too far. Is come like, get I, me, bro. Come get me. Come get it. I I saw an episode, and like I have another gentleman at work that I talked to, and I wouldn't say. I guess I shouldn't qualify for him. He should speak for himself. But he he. I would say he's more like conservative left, if that's a fair way to say it, or left conservative. How you want to say? He's, he's, he's not extreme, uh, but he, center left yeah but i mean he's certainly you know what i mean he's not he's not gonna be voting he didn't was not a fan of trump he wasn't gonna be voting yeah he's not he's not the blue no matter who right or red or you're dead right whatever the bullcrap much more left than than right for sure but point being we watched a video and it was from cnn and it was before the election stuff had been finalized and it was about a 38 minute segment it was a don lemon show and i watched all 38 minutes of it and the whole thing had been God, talking I'm about. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I do. I'll watch entire episodes of stuff because I want to understand how they're saying what they're saying. It doesn't make sense. And the point being, they were talking the whole time about the insurrection and everything that just happened at the Capitol. And they were talking about, like you're saying, if you're a conservative male, you're now a neo-Nazi. I mean, they flat. But this is stuff they were saying. This isn't made up. This is what he was saying on his show. And the final segment that he said that it was like. Walt the French Toast, where uh, the gentleman and I were talking about afterwards, I was like, well, I guess we know what we are now. Because at the end, he goes, if you are a white male and you're over the age of 20, I think it was 24, and you are not college educated, we now know where you fall. And the whole segment, they had been talking about neo-Nazis. So he's like, I don't, you know, the other side loves identity politics and we don't want to have to take it there, but this is where it's gone. So if you're a white male, you're not college educated we now know where you fall. The and I was other like, side loves identity politics. I'm just saying Excuse what they said. I'm just the saying. hell out of me. I know. It's, it's, uh, listen, I, th- when we, this was going on, I was like, holy crap. Dude, I, that's how I told him. I looked at him and was like, well, I guess you're a neo-Nazi, bro. And like, I, clearly he's somebody who's not, you know what I mean? He's more left is my point. But I said, but it was just funny that in that segment, it was like, 
this is the problem with this broad stroking of identity and, and you know this is where you fall because of this that and the other and i know this has gotten a lot more political i think than we intended on this particular episode but it's a problem this is the problem with when it's you get away problem. from individual freedoms you're getting into overall what's bet you know what's bet you know what's good for the all and you're getting yeah, into it's, movements it's like what you and you're Elon throwing... used to do to me was like hey can we just have this province real quick and <laughs> risk you know like it's for the good of the it's good and, for the good of our risk. of our trio let's just let's just take this from That's you real right. quick <laughs> so you go ahead and move your troops out and we'll take it from you and then of course it would just continue to progress and that's my I point nothing left something will happen now um, i will say I, I truly i truly do uh you were talking about the, the line in the sand i really yeah. really really truly believe that this vaccine is the line in the sand that's i think this vaccine thing. if it becomes a mandate for you to have this vaccine to do anything yeah. That will be the line. There will be a ton of people that are going to refuse this vaccine. And at a certain point, it's going to boil over. I, I really I think, do think. Well, this that is a that good segue happen. point and to, to one of the topics I want to cover for us. News, news, news out there. Let's cover some of that. Um, and I will say I will segue out of it saying this, too. I will also say it doesn't matter who the Segways president is. Fun. Um, that it's crap. We put too much. Into that, we need we we should all do our due diligence and understanding of three branches of government and their jobs, their function, and understand the importance of who is in your local area that operates with that and could end up there one day. Okay, do we should all do our due diligence, research that, and understand that the president way too much attention given to that ton of power for yes, sure. Way a whole too fudge ton of power with the executive with orders. the executive order bullcrap. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you. That part of it, that's a problem. Um. But what I will say is that uh, there's definitely a change coming, and with everything that's going on in the in the world, there's basically two things it boils down to, and I kind of truly believe this, and I think it's always been this way throughout time, even from a religious aspect, is that there's there is love and then there's fear, right? Um, and fear is clearly the fear mongering and, and everything that's being, and I know it might seem like we just went through a little fear mongering there. Um, but when you relate that back to the mainstream media, trust me, it's, it's microscopic. And, and isn't it weird that like Micah brought up where they're saying, yeah, don't even worry about what this administration is doing. You guys have nothing, nothing to worry about guys for the next four years. You're totally safe. No, no worries. Yep. Don't go about your life, but be afraid. Did, did, um, okay. I don't mean, I don't mean to get back to the poli- go for political it. aspect of this, but yeah, did, you, did you hear the the guy with... The way he was explaining the lights lit up on the, the the reflecting pool, he said it was like Joe Biden's arms going out to embrace the country, and and he was having a wet dream. And oh my god, I mean, dude, I, I don't no think way! He actually said a wet dream. Dude, on, I was about to air, say, bro. Like, uh, I mean, like literally talking about this, like this is some type of fulfillment of a dream, and that. That it's just all going to be blissful and, and there's going to be no problems anymore because Joe Biden's got us in his, in his reflecting pool arms. Joe Biden couldn't it's even, like, dude, oh when he gave that statement God. just the other night where he literally was like, the 300, the million uh, vaccine and we'll be able to vaccinate all 300 Americans. And I was like, what? And he said it again. He repeat, I want to repeat. And I can't remember exactly what yeah. I said, but he, said he also said like, that vaccines will be available to the public, the open public, by what spring? <laughs> I don't know. He's I don't not going to happen, bro. I know. 
whatever with that guy. It is what it is. I would say, all I can say is in your personal life, you can't change all that stuff right now. So focus on what you can, positivity, because I do believe whatever you focus on in your life, you will bring into your life and manifest it. So for me, I'm trying to focus on the positives in life, um, choosing love over fear. I'm not choosing to be ignorant. I'm trying to be prepared, but I will choose to continue to be a happy, loving person over just uh, the hate that's being encouraged, whether they want to admit it or not. And they're trying to talk about embracing and one, one love. They're definitely encouraging some. It's the whole uh, collusion unless uh, inclusion, not collusion. Yeah. Inclusion, unless you're a conservative. And then there's just, there's no way we can, we can't come to terms with that. Well, let's transition really quick, guys. If you made it this far, if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you. Uh, those are just some of our thoughts and opinions. Please feel free oh, yeah. to look that all up. I don't actually have any, nothing that we just talked about had any links. I'll have links for some of the stuff we're getting ready to dig into, but I don't have any links for anything we just talked about. That's just basically general news that's been going on. And uh, there's been and no censorship. Out, I, I definitely did not get banned from Facebook for 10 days for no reason that was ever listed or given and a phone number that was given that did not operate or work. Didn't happen. They gave you a phone number that didn't There work. was a phone number you could reach out to. Uh, I messaged and it was them, like, I'm was sorry, busy, the, and I, the phone number you have called yeah. is out of service. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally the reason, due to COVID, they are overwhelmed and cannot get back to me. That was one of the other reasons when I emailed in to him like, hey, um, I got locked out and you guys didn't give a reason? Due to COVID. Due to COVID. I still have the screenshots. What, what, is, there, is there that many people reporting more crap because of COVID? Like, but that's the thing is like COVID just this, it's just cover all dude you could literally you could literally come into a hospital with your arm dangling off mauled by a bear and I'm like sorry due to COVID there's gonna be a you need to put on a mask sir speaking of that crap that's segue, a federal mandate go. now uh, China executive did, order I know right I believe they want you to wear two is it two masks now? oh is it really dude Two or three. I know two for sure. I don't know about the three. There's some people that are doing that, but you do not notice at the inauguration how there are people with doubled up masks. That was a real thing. And I they, didn't watch the inauguration. The, the I don't even was, know the name know. of our new health advisor. I'm not even going to go there. Please, we need a whole episode for that. But that person, lady man person, I don't actually know if she's transitioned. I don't even know. The, I don't know the deal on it. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, when I every time I see her face or however you want to word this, his face, I I literally laughed the other night. Like I saw them and they were talking and I was like, I I I cannot. We're at this point, bro. And it isn't even anything to do with like, oh, I hate transitioned people or anything like that. It was just solely for the fact of the people that got fired to put that person into position into power. And the the qualification general, uh, is that what is that what they you will know when you see the picture. Um, I can't remember her name. She, I thought she was the. I think she's our medical advisor for the United States, not the health advisor, or whatever. Anyways, point being, dig into this stuff. You'll see what we're talking about. Um, really quickly though, China deploys now when i had these links i saved them from like a week ago this is kind of blown up the internet and by the time we post this i'm sure it'll have already blown over you guys are already talking about i've seen it mentioned quite a few times on facebook but china now deploys anal swab tests to detect high-risk covid19 cases 
So, um, I guess that they're they were saying that uh, this includes passengers arriving in Be- uh, in Beijing, <sighs> residents of quarantine centers, and according to local officials, a group of more than one thousand school children and teachers believed to be exposed to the virus. Hey, dear guys, just come on over here. Don't mind the Q-tip. The test involves inserting a cotton tip swab about one to two inches into the rectum, which will then be tested for the virus. Anal swab tests. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time reading this straight face. Anal swab tests could be more accurate than nose or throat tests. Instead, uh, said, um, oh, I don't know the name there. Li Tengzing, deputy director of the respiratory infectious disease department in Beijing. You in a hospital in an interview with state media. So. Point being, I just thought that was worth bringing up. Um, also, they said that it's something that the CDC and the FDA is looking at implementing here. So, anal swabs, guys. And I will have the link for that one. I mean, hey in some sense, that makes sense that they say the whole uh, bacteria and, like, your feces and stuff, can you can examine that and understand things that are coming. But the, the anal swabbing, I mean, I suppose it's not that bad. Two inches. You know, it's just two inches. Just a tip. I mean, but, uh, to be honest, if I had to choose a test, yeah, I'd probably like, take that. Hey, I'm gonna put this Q-tip up your butt, or I'm yeah, gonna to shove this fair. long stick entirely down your throat. Yeah, from your nose. From your nose. Um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna take the anal swab. To be but, fair, hey, guess what? I'm not doing either one. So, um, I did find that that person. It's uh, it's Doctor Rachel Levine. Uh, that's the one. He he is an openly transgender person it oh. also says that uh it's it's got like a quotation mm-hmm. um with the picture posted it was dr rachel levine and then it puts okay. in uh are not quotations but in parentheses courtesy biden transition team biden uh, has a transition team uh transgender yeah. transition well they also fired the previous health uh yeah it, there's a lot there's a whole episode we could do All on right, the crap the amount on. of people that he Sorry, fired and his progressive ahead. movements that fired people of color and anyways, how dare that mother truck? I'm just saying he did. He totally replaced. Okay. I'm totally fine so, with them replacing anybody, but you can't. Yeah, you can't. If you're claim picking them you're solely like, on the point that they transitioned, not a good choice. That's not a qualification. You're right. Anyways, there's a lot more we today. can do that way because right. they made that Moving legal along. to where now if you've <laughs> transitioned, you can actually get a scholarship as a male who's became a female now. There's, there's tons. There's so much crap that's gone through. Anyways, um, so enough about that. Let's move into some more funny things, I guess, or some interesting things. Dude, uh, a lot of people might not care about this. We don't ever really talk about it on the podcast, but I'm actually a pretty big fan of sports. And, um, you know, I don't think we ever really brought it up too much on the podcast before, but I'm, I'm a big fan of anything in Detroit, pretty much. Uh, obviously, that's where we're from. Detroit Lions, followed them all my life. It's uh, not where he's from. No, I was born uh, in Pontiac. He's from Michigan. I was born. Well, yeah. No, no, yeah. Born but, in Pontiac. We grew which up. Which is like, yeah. Uh, close-ish. Canton. To Detroit. No, I'm not saying I'm from Detroit. I'm saying uh, I'm a fan we, of like we, the Detroit we Lions. We definitely did most of, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I was trying to say. We did yeah, most yeah. of our growing up around this small hick town called Adrian. Yeah. So. Um, real, real point of, uh, point of order here, sir. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have my little gamble. Point of order. Uh, the Detroit Lions, uh, they dealt Matthew, bro. They traded him. Matthew Stafford's gone? He is gone. He went to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff. 
Uh, what? They actually, dude, I swear. Jared this, Goff was like the first pick he was. Not that long so ago. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so for people, maybe maybe you're tuning me out because it's sports related. But, dude, if, if, you, if anybody knows, um, last year uh, the Cincinnati Bengals drafted Joe Burrow out of LSU, who was the number one overall pick. And at the time, I was like, bro, I had a feeling that they were going to get rid of Matt Patricia. And I was like, dude, Patricia needs to make a splash here. I think he should trade Stafford to Cincinnati, try and get like a first-round pick or something with him, and then get Joe Burrow too because they had their first overall pick. Well, this year I was like, there's nobody coming in the draft really. I mean, there's there's um, there's a gentleman coming out of Clemson. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, something – I can't remember his name right now. He's got like long – luscious blonde hair it's like your standard quarterback look you know i can't it's really driving me nuts i can't remember his name but anyways i was like outside of him there's not really any like though he can think of splash quarterback that we take his number one overall but they, yeah they picked up jared goff who was a was a first overall pick um quite a few years ago and we reserved a we received a third round pick for this year and a first round pick in 2022 and a first round pick in 2023 based on how good they do obviously that pick will move up and down um, it moved their chances up for the Super Bowl pretty dramatic, dramatically, actually, at least for the uh, for LA Rams. So we'll see how Jared Goff does. I mean, he's not a terrible quarterback. I think he's, uh, dude. Here's my thing on Stafford. I don't know how. I mean, again, I don't think yours in sports as much as I am, but like Stafford, no. Stafford. I ho- I hope he goes and wins the Super Bowl. I'm not gonna lie. I, he's kind of like for me. He's not. He, I don't think he was the same quality as what Justin Verlander was for the Detroit Tigers. As far as he was an elite pitcher, but Matthew Stafford, despite some of his injuries and some of the stuff that happened, he was an elite. Court. He was the best quarterback the Lions have ever had. Now, some would say that's not true according to them, like Bobby Lane and some of the guys from back in the day. But I'm telling you, Matthew Stafford played some outstanding football. With a not so good team. Now, granted, a huge chunk of that and why he was so successful was to somebody who is, in my opinion, among the elites, and that was Kelvin Johnson. Kelvin Johnson was a beast of a wide receiver. The man was six foot five, weighed two hundred and forty four pounds, and ran a four three nine and four three nine or four three seven on a forty yard dash. I don't think people maybe understand, like, if you're not familiar with football, they gauge how fast somebody can run 40 yards. He ran 40 yards in 4.39 seconds. That's elite speed. And for a gentleman, normally if you have a, if you have a wide receiver who's like, say, you know, six foot five, 240 pound range, they're running somewhere in the, I guess you might expect them to run a 4'6", 4'7". Most four five know, like, uh, Usain Bolt. Oh, uh, dude, I don't right, even know do how math. fast he uh, is. Dude, he so, can. I'm pretty sure he can run a 40 yard dash sub three or sub four. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I tried to do the math before, and he's almost sub four. But the point being, Calvin Johnson was an amazing wide receiver. Not only was he big and strong, he had great hands. He had an unbelievable dude. They said from a standing still no, position. No, no. Here, it, he's not Usain Bolt. Uh, it does say because he gives it, it meters. You'd have to be trans- a record at the. Um, at the, I don't know why it says at the Super Bowl he ran it, but he ran a four point two two. So was that really? Like, ran, well, that could have been. Bolt is extremely no, fast. Everybody you, knows. When did he run of, that though? Was it like now or back in his prime? I mean, don't be wrong. He's the man still fast, but was it in his prime of like his early twenties or was it like now? Because he's in his mid to late thirties now, I believe. 
Point being, um, either way, Kelvin or, um, uh, Matthew Stafford's been traded from the Detroit Lions. Anybody who kind of follows sports that way, um, obviously you already know about this. By the time this releases, this will have already been all over the, all over the news. Um, and the Lions got a new head coach. We were changing up some things. And listen, I'm telling you, the day that the Detroit Lions, and I think it's going to happen before I pass away, just one before I die, right? The day that they win a Super Bowl or play in a Super Bowl, just the day that they make it to a Super Bowl, I'm going to cry. I'm telling you, I will literally cry. And if they somehow won it, you will see a, a, a full-grown man ball his eyes out. And I'll, I'll need lots of tissue because I will be very excited. For those that don't know, the Detroit Lions have never won a Super Bowl. It technically they won an they won what was called a championship back way back in the day in uh, 56, 54, somewhere in there. It was before the Super Bowl was implemented, and they have only been to one playoff game, uh, technically two since Barry Sanders came around. So since the mid nineties, so in three decades they've been to two playoff games. They have lost both in the first it's round. It's pretty sucky. They're terrible. Um, moving on, especially when what freaking sixteen teams make it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you literally have <laughs> like thirty-two. You gotta um no no no, be... no 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 not sixteen. Uh, uh that's not right. Is that, is no, that right? no? I think it's, it's eight. Eight, eight it's from eight. each one. Yeah, you still but have a still, one in three chance. Top twenty-five percent of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> go um, to the freaking playoffs. So I already covered that one. Oh, we'll save these last three as kind of like funny things. Um, bro, what about the whole? Do you in, do you invest much? By the way, have you been doing any investing? I do not. That's something you should be doing. I'm just kidding. Um, so I you, don't think I should be doing it right now, dude. I, I will say this: skadoosh. Yeah, no, it really is. So I'll anybody who is soon, investing, you know, um, when everything goes to rock yeah, bottom, yeah. Hey, well, it could go one of two ways, dude. I don't think it's going to bounce back as fast as it did in 2000 and from the 2006 I'll wait to till I, I'll wait until the end of this first term for the this one economist. Person, I, hopefully, only term for Biden. The one economist I was listening to, he said that when this crashes, there will be no recovery. He yeah, said it will well, take that's decades. Not true. He said it will take decades for the United States economy to recover back to what it was currently under when it was under the Trump administration. Now well, he's sure, not even but it was never he's been not higher even, under the Trump right. administration. Right. And so what he has said is so if anybody's listening to this, maybe you dabble, because I just starting to dabble myself. I've been investing obviously in things that I know are gonna work anyways versus the economy crashing or not, like the AI, the robotics, all that's gonna keep going forward no matter what. And if there's been other stuff I've been investing in which is what he said was look up companies that are in position, second or third position to overtake leading United States economists com- companies, but that are placed, say, in Germany or China. I've been investing in a lot of Chinese stuff. I'm not going to lie. A lot of their stock I've been buying up. Holy it's crap, dude. pretty cheap, and it's going to freaking, for four years or however long, what's his name's in there, it's going to it's gonna do very well. Oh, that's, that's probably um, true. It is. So what about the whole... Did you hear about how GameStop, like, okay, first of all, did you hear how basically a bunch of guys on Reddit freaking crashed the economy? Like, the reason I, our money's all been tanking over the last I week? I heard talk about it, but it, it, like, it was on YouTube, and it literally cut out exactly where he was talking about it. Okay. It, we skip to the next segment. That's, so... This is the best thing ever. So these yahoos, um, and I'm when I say yahoos, I'm referring to the massive hedge funds and the corporation and what is basically the standard classic Wall Street. My God, will you stop popping up ads? I keep deleting them. It's just like another ad, another ad, another ad. I'm like, geez. Um, 
This is from CNN. And by the way, everything we've talked about since anal swabs, I'll have a link for you. It'll be in the description. <laughs> um, so anal swabs, you'll have a link for that. Matthew Stafford, you have a link for that. And then now what I'm currently moving on to. So basically what happened is um, there is this something that was called – I'm going to probably murder all this. But I'm just kind of quoting it from my very, very limited understanding. But there's something called short stocks or like you, what you basically do is – like GameStop, everybody thought they were going to crash, right? And clearly, GameStop has not been popular since the early 2000s, basically, right? Mid, I guess, I guess mid-2000s. It was pretty good up until like 2010. And then after that, we were like, yeah, you guys are going to fail one day. So what people were doing is, the best way I heard it compared with the whole Apple story. So like, if you had an Apple, right? And I want to buy that Apple from you. Let's just say your Apple costs $1. But I know that your Apple is going to eventually only cost 50 cents, Right. So I know that your Apple is going to go down in value is my point. What I'll do is I'll buy that Apple from you at $1, okay? And then I'll go sell the Apple to this guy or I'll loan it to him. And I'll loan it to him and I'll wait for it to crash to $0.50. And then I'll buy it back $1 and have two Apples. And then I give you back your Apple that I borrowed and then I got my Apple, right? Is that an easy enough way to understand it? It's No, I think you did a bad job explaining that. So... If you know that something's going to crash and be half of what you're paying for it, why would you pay for it? So what they're doing is you can, and again, I'm probably murdering it, but you can borrow multiple. So basically, based on how many stocks you own, whatever your your portfolio is worth, you can get money loaned to you from a hedge fund. Or you can have other people loan you money. So they say, hey, he's got $1,000 worth, so he will loan up to this amount of money. Right. So what what I'm trying to say is that when I when I got that apple from you for one dollar, knowing betting on that your apple's gonna crash to fifty cents, I then loaned it to this guy, right? Selling him, hey, I got a one dollar apple and I'll give it to you. I give it to him, but I still owe you the one dollar plus some interest, and then I also took a loan out on that. So I am kind of it's very risky. You can make money, but if what ends up happening with what, what happened here is that you can get freaking screwed because um, what happened is you can borrow more. I think it's I think they're called short stocks or something like that. You can borrow more short stocks than there are even available stocks, period, right? Let's just say a company has only 1,000 stocks available. Obviously, GameStop had more than that. But let's just for easy math say there's only 1,000 stocks available. You can borrow more than that. You can borrow, I think it's like up to three times more. So the point being, these guys had borrowed way extra on GameStop and AMC, which is another, you know, like the, the movie theater and all them, planning on them bankrupting, okay? They were purposely buying this stuff because they were like, it's all going to crash, and when it crashes, we're going to have a ton of money, and we'll sell it back, and we'll be able to pay our interest and all this stuff, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't grasp the concept of buying a stock that's about to crash, I'll send and there's then a video it I'll back ta- after because that I mean you're you're gonna lose money. But you but you wouldn't you which what you're doing is you're okay, so what, what I'm saying is is that that interest that they're getting loaned when I got that apple from you for a dollar and I gave it to my buddy, okay, for a dollar, but I got a loan on that one dollar apple, right? I got the loan when that happened from either you or someone else loaned me worth that amount. Usually it's somebody else. Obviously, it wouldn't be you. When you loan me that amount and it goes to this guy, I got loaned worth a dollar worth. When that stock crashes to 50 cents, I can take the loan money, 
buy back that apple and then get two apples, basically, essentially, right? Give you back your apple that I promised I would give back. And now I also have an apple. Yes, the stock has gone down, but I was able to pay you back and I got a stock out of it from the loan. Does that make sense? I'm like, I'm like getting something without, without paying nothing. That makes yes sense. and no. That's only if a company is loaning. So you're saying basically they're you're betting they're on getting them to a fail. loan. They're getting a loan from a company based on the number of stocks that they own in another company. Essentially, so, but they get the loan before they sold it off. But they they still held on to it too because you can hold on to some of your stocks. Because it'd be like you know, I, I I really I just I think I'm murdering it. But the, the point this, being, I'll, I'll not doing this justice. I'll post a video. Listen, I'm not a I'm not a, listen. Okay, okay, listen here. I'm not a uh, I'm not some sort of stock guy here. Okay, but the point being, it'll probably make sense if you watch the video. I murdered it, but. I'll I'll post a video for you guys to watch. The point being, you can borrow more stocks than there are available. That's the important thing to remember, okay? And what happened was people on Reddit noticed uh, that, well, there was a group of them, I forget the name of their group, that follow the trademark, the trades, you know, the stocks and everything. And they were like, yo, um, we just realized that a bunch of these hedge funds have borrowed like billions of dollars worth more than that company's worth and more than what stocks exist. And there was a guy who owns like 14% of them who does have some good plans. And he's planning on making some moves. So in in theory, hypothetically, the company is starting to grow versus them planning on it tanking. And so what they realized is, you know what, there are a certain amount of stocks that are still available if bought at full value. And if we buy those stocks all up right now, if we buy every single one of them, we're going to drive the price of the stock up and they're going to be forced to have to sell out and buy back. Basically, like our stock's going to go increase overnight. And when they did this, instead of the hedge funds getting out, they doubled down. They bought another 30% of crap that doesn't exist. They sunk billions into this. Billions and billions. Anyways, um, then so from this happening... It became this like, who's going to budge first? And obviously all the people who were like just on the internet, like YOLO, weren't going to sell off because their stock was going from like, I think it was like 70 something dollars a stock to like 420 something, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if everything you bought. That's a significant. I mean, it's that's significant. Huge. That's not, that doesn't not sound like a so, lot. That sounds like a massive right. amount. And so here's what's happened now. All those guys who had those stocks for 20 and 30 bucks when they were borrowing, sending money out on them. All of a sudden, your stock is now worth 420 okay? Which sounds like a good thing, but because they didn't own a full stock and it was borrowed, they owed that money instead of, like, the money that they accumulated, they now owed instead of it being their money. So they, in one day, just off of GameStop alone, lost something like $14.8 billion. Um, there was, like, a couple, I think one or two that got completely shut down. The hedge funds had to file for bankruptcy, um, and they were like, there was a guy on TV crying about it. it. Wasn't even I don't even think it was his, but he was like so upset about the stock market. He was so up like he was like I care, and he was like crying. And maybe he does, but I was like, yeah, you know. Like, so so basically, the concept. I think I understand what you're saying now. So basically, you buy a stock, banking that it's going to fail. Yes. So you buy the stock, and then you get money based on what it's worth right now. Yeah. But it's based on the value of the stock. Mm-hmm. So to me, that tells me that the person that's lending you money based on the value of the stock is not doing their due diligence. None of them into were. Whether or not that's going to crash. Yeah, it's because if you're basing dangerous. it on value of that stock, then like you said, when it crashes, you can give them back the one stock, and you're essentially 
netting money on it. So I, yeah, yeah I, I understand. Okay. I understand what you're oh, saying. Oh, here's an explanation, actually. It's called, what's a short? Short sellers are investors who bet that a stock is going to fall. They borrow shares to sell on the market with the promise to buy back those shares at a later date. Ah, so that's what I was missing. So they have to buy them back. If they win the bet, they sold high and bought low, and they walk away with money in the bank. If they lose the bet, that's called a short squeeze, and they often... Ha- and they often hedge their losses by buying more shares of the company they bet against. Short interests in GameStop surge towards the end of the year as investors bet against the company's earnings potential with a mega short squeeze taking place and short sellers began to hedge their bets buying more stock to make up for their mounting losses, which was super dumb because if you already can see it's going that way, then what, like they literally said, I think they bought another 30% because they were like, we're not going to be pushed around by the people on the internet. And uh, well, they failed. However, the GameStop stuff is going, it's going to, it's a bubble effect. It's going to crash. It's going to happen. I th- it's still surging. I think it's still in the 300 something dollar range. Last I checked, it's going to fall off for sure a little bit, but the company is probably going to make some sort of comeback. But like they said, they're like, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message to these hedge funds and these massive corporations. Like you guys do this crap all the time. And because we sat down and looked at the numbers and figured out that you guys screwed up and we all just made thousands and thousands of dollars. I think one guy made $48,000 in one day. Um, they're like, oh, did the wrong people manipulate us? And I think Elon Musk, that was another thing. He sent out a single tweet. What did he say? He said something like, uh, where's it at? Oh, he 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 tweeted, single word, game stonk. Instead of game stock, he just stonk. And so from that, even more people jumped. It, it turned into a whole wild thing. But anyways, that was worth looking up. I'll have the link to that one. And I'll see if I can post a video. <clears throat> I got just two more. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then we can get out of here. Uh, but yeah, dude, I would tell people for sure. There's a ton, dude, I've been looking into it. There's a ton of like really free, just stuff you can use. Like SoFi is one I've been using. Um, I've been using cash app because that one requires no broker at all. I'm just buying stock. Like you can buy as little as $1 in stock. You can also buy micro factions. I think if you go on like PayPal, you can buy cryptocurrencies in that range. And what's another one I've been buying? Oh, um, there's one called Webull. That's another pretty good one. Those are, but SoFi and Webull are actually brokers themselves. So you can buy and sell and trade on there if you want, but they're really easy to use. And like I said, I, I know that it's going to crash. We know the economy is going to probably crash for sure. So buy in the right things, buy the things that are going to make sense. Things are going to surge during, look up what if, what other companies have done well during economic crashes, what companies have done well, invest in those now, invest in other companies specifically. I hate to put it out there, but like China is going to do well over the next four to eight years for sure. So maybe buy in while their companies are low, sell off high. Um, but dude, a while ago, this one's this is a little while back. Uh, there was a reality show. I just thought this was kind of funny to share. There was a reality show. It was called Eden. I think it took place over in, uh, I want to say Ireland, maybe. Um, it was supposed to be like there was these people who were gonna go live out on this island for like a year. It was gonna be set to be twenty three men and women set. Oh yeah, set up in the high in the Scottish Highlands. But once the show canceled, the participants were largely kept in the dark. So instead of, and this was back in 2016, so instead of letting these people know that the show had been canceled, like literally a week into them being out there, they literally let these people live out there for like a year, bro. And then they came back to realize that like, there's not even going to be a show. (laughs) I was like, holy crap. I just thought that was kind of funny. I was like, you didn't talk about a waste of a year. going on right there. Yep. 
yeah, it said there was no re- uh, recessions, no bankers, no bonuses. Well, on the read, um, there was there was nothing. So they they basically got nothing out of it. Um, I do believe they were recorded the whole time, though. They also it was one of those things where they record themselves to you know like twenty four seven cameras, all that. I just thought that was kind of funny. I was like, would you be pissed? Do you think? Um, uh, yeah. Last one I'm gonna bit. share. Uh, Mike, would you say you have a jealous wife or no? Uh, no, but I don't also think, sort of. I don't think, okay, would you say she's jealous as this lady? This lady, a jealous wife, stabs her husband after seeing her younger self in old photos. A confused and enraged wife what? stabbed her husband after seeing photos of him with a younger woman who turned out to be herself, according to the uh, Yucatan magazine. So this chick literally stabbed, uh, let me see, authorities from the municipality of, oh man, Cayman, Mexico, I think, reported that a suspect identified only as uh, Lenora was arrested for for wounding her husband, Juan, with a knife after finding several photos on his cell phone. It turned out that the photos of the couple were taken years ago when they were dating. Which, I can't, this lady, which the husband digitized so that he could store them on his phone. Juan was able to explain to his wife after managing to take the knife away from her. Police got to the scene after the neighbors reported shouting and sounds of scuffling from their home. Local media last reported that the woman was being detained by authorities pending charges. I don't think Britney's that crazy, bro. I don't think uh, she's no. like... Fudge, no. <laughs> This chick. How do you not recognize yourself from uh, an old picture? Dude, you talk about that. Like, we were joking at work about it when I brought this up to the guy. I was like, yeah, that guy's been caught before. Something like there's something had to have happened before, bro. She's literally crazy. Either she's cray cray Uh, or. No, I I think Brittany's kind of at the point of like. There's been some some comments made by like certain individuals that I have worked with in the past Ooh. and stuff, and she Ooh. gets like that, mm. Mm. Uh, and she would like work. confront that person. But yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not going to stab me over. Yeah, that seems a bit far. You know, over it, not even like it wouldn't even be like something. she found a bunch of messages like "I love you so much," "I'm going to leave my wife for you," and like a bunch of dirty pictures of this other chick. No, it's pictures. Like normal pictures of you when you're in your spouse when you were younger, like yeah, that's pretty French messed up. toast. Um, last one here. This one I thought was pretty good. I think I even have a meme saved from this one because I seen the meme first and I was like, "This isn't freaking real." Turns out it's freaking real, bro. This is from March second, two thousand nineteen. Elite Canadian wolves airdropped into Michigan to kill moose and have babies. Bro, this is a real thing that went down. You want to know how our money was spent in 2019, bro? We were airdropping, mother trucking elite Canadian wolves. Not even just like normal Canadian wolves. These mother truckers are elite. Um, yeah, I guess the new arrivals being the uh, bring the total wolf population of the Isle of Royal National Park to eight. But apparently, there was a uh, I guess up there there was a bunch of moose. Like the population was getting way too big, and I said if they got to in be, Michigan. Yeah, I, dude, that's where I was like, we have mooses in Michigan? We barely have, we have elk, moose. Yeah, let alone moose. We have elk, What the bro? fudge? Yes, we have some elk here in Michigan. What the French toast? I need to learn yeah. more about my own. This has got to be, this has to be all UP stuff, by the way, up by Canada. This is no way by us. It's got to be. 
It's got to be like a dude. I love a description. Like connected though. to Canada, dude. The meme for this one though it literally shows Moose like just chilling in a field eating, and all of a sudden it's like this freaking wolf dressed up like Rambo being coming in a parachute. Like I've got eyes on him. <laughs> Can you imagine? I for the I for the moose too that are just like chilling. Like man, there's like, no wolves around a here. Moose. Well, you yeah. know how big a moose is? Well, it says that they're natural. Eight oh, yeah, no, a moose is huge. Wolves? I don't know that eight well, wolves dude, this is would mess fr- with a freaking moose. Listen, sir, I think you keep forgetting these are elite, elite <laughs> wolves, okay? <laughs> it said a crack team of Canadian wolves were airdropped in Michigan last crack week. Team? Is yeah, that what a crack team? Yeah, crack team. Bro, they ain't playing around. <laughs> That's why these suckers are on crack, bro. That's why they're like hyped up cocaine wolves. I'll tell you what. Uh <laughs> All right, so they were airdropped to Michigan last week to carry out two important missions, hunting moose and making babies. Bro, if there ain't a better life, I'll tell you what. If your job is just to (laughs) slaughter moose and breed all day long. The four wolves were captured by specialists at the Ontario Ministry of the National Resources and Forestry, or the OMNRF. How elite can these wolves be? They got captured. So elites. Well, we have dart guns that can probably trank their rear ends. So, to be fair, we probably... probably, (laughs) But you got a point. And transferred to the... I feel like I'm saying this wrong. It's the Isle Royal. Can you look that up? The Isle Royal National Park. Is that in Michigan? Because it says a wildlife preserve on on an... Oh, boy. Archipelago in Lake Superior. I can tell you how to transfer to Isle Royal. Now, I know Isle Royal is in Canada. Can... Uh, Kiwana County, Michigan. Really? This is a wildlife preserve on an A-R-C-H-I-P-E-L-A-G-O. Archipelago? I'm saying that wrong. I know I am. In Lake Superior. The relocation is part of an ongoing joint project with the U.S. National Park Service to to restore a healthy population of the iconic predators to the island chain after years of decline. If all goes to plan, the wolves will will also call the booming moose population, which is damaging the island's ecology due to the herd's overconsumption of plant life. Okay, let me explain something. When they say Michigan, they don't really mean yeah, Michigan. Yeah, I was say, it has to be like in this Canada, is, bro, right? This is part of Lake Superior. Oh, yeah. And it looks like it is probably like a couple miles, maybe, <laughs> off of the border yeah. of Canada. They can smell the Canadian And it's above bacon. Wisconsin. Oh, man. It's like there is literally an entire oh, state between, between Michigan <laughs> a whole lake and the island. <laughs> the Canadian Quartet joins an existing group of four wolves in the park. Two of those wolves are the last surviving descendants of the island's original pack. While the other pair were captured in Minnesota and introduced to the park in 2018, the new total population of eight wolves is equally split between males and females. The Isle Royal wolf population has experienced dramatic booms and busts since science since scientists first started studying in 1958. How but dramatic is that... booms and busts when you're at eight and you dropped off eight? <laughs> well, no, I think there was two There was two left on there. There was a male and a female, and they dropped off a male and a female, and they found each other. And then they just dropped off more. No, I think they're saying that there were only two left, and that's why they were like, uh, we wanted to do something about that. Dropped off two, and they ended up linking up. It says that they met up, and they have now bred... They were able to breed. And yeah, then the- you doubled your numbers, though. You dropped off four freaking... Okay, so there was two there. You dropped off two. You had four, and now you're up to eight. So you, you doubled your numbers. Well, That's that was it. when this was released, That's too. That's dramatic leaps yeah, and yeah. bounds. I mean, it is, 
but when yeah. you're talking about four, it's not. I know. You know. Uh, when you're elite, you know, seal yeah. team seven Fair. over here. Okay. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says that the... I guess that they said that, that if they didn't do this, the moose population would have not only damaged the ecology or whatever, that that whole thing, they would have also died themselves. Um, because they said that this happened before where they run out of food and then there'll be a mass die off of them starving to death. So uh, it says they're adjusting well and they were able to immediately uh, start hunting the wolves. Obviously, it said that it becomes natural to them. The, the, the moose. Dude, uh, uh, I'm sorry. They yeah, started what did hunting. I say? The wolves. Right. Oh, the wolves under the wolves. Hunting the wolves. I mean, it um, could happen. Yeah. Form different packs, man. Now, this part's funny, too, because it goes, these large males, all around 90 pounds, will almost certainly know what to do when they encounter a moose. Yeah, so these extinct animals, let me just back up for a second. These extinct animals, practically, you're like, you know it'd be a good job for them? Take on a full mother truck and moose. That's yeah, what could go it's wrong. 90 pounds. That's Dude, you know how big a moose is? Not really. You know how Bella big a moose is, like is bro? 75. I'm just going to top my like head. 1,200 pounds. I was going to say, no, I minimum. bet you bigger, bro. I bet you a, yeah, a full grown moose minimum. male is probably 1,600. I bet you. And I bet you to his neck, like the tall point in him, is almost 12 foot tall. A moose, I don't think people realize how big a moose is until you. <laughs> A moose is ter- terrifying. I don't think I believe kill more people than bears. Still correct? At least uh, in Alaska. it says uh, a male moose can be eight hundred and forty to fifteen hundred pounds. A female is four forty to seven hundred and ninety pounds, and their length is seven, like eight to ten feet. Um, That's how long they are. Not tall. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So they're 10 feet long, and it says that they're four and a half to seven feet tall. Really? So nah, moose got to be tall seven foot, bro. Seven foot is freaking huge. I mean, maybe that's like seven foot to Dude, the Dude, you, you've seen a seven foot tall human before, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know I how like... dw- how they dwarf things around them. Sure, but I mean, imagine I'm... a freaking moose that is 10 foot long, seven foot tall, and 1,800 pounds. And 1,400 <laughs> pounds. It is freaking huge. Yeah, but that's it my is point is massive. That they, just, they sent out these dogs, they're like, we really hope their breed, their species can make it. And they were like, you know these what's a good 90 job? 90-pound dogs is going to take down that. these 1,400 well, I'm sure, pounds. I'm sure yeah. they're hunting the babies and the weak ones, obviously. That's usually yeah, what they do. Yeah, I'm sure but, it's the point is that they're going after bro, their fawns. Yeah. I just thought stuff. it was hilarious. Maybe that's... The, small, the small does, but like, if they're called does, I don't know if they are when I, it comes I to moose. I believe they are. But still, um... What's I don't know they're called cow, right? Are they called a cow? It's a cow when they're when they're grown, yeah. Well, you just said the female. That's what I was wondering if because you said a uh, the small you female. You said a doe, but I was saying they probably go after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I was saying. Is it called a cow? Not a yeah. doe. Yeah. Cow. Yeah. yeah. Look at us. Look I'm at not us sure what they. They probably call they probably call the males a bull. Then I imagine. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. But anyways, all right. yeah, that was um, that's, that's about all I had for this week. Wrapping her up, yeah, right that's there, what we had. So. And like I said, next week we'll have hopefully uh, a guest on. I'd like to have a guest on, and if not, we will at least have something we're going to cover for as a story. Uh, stay positive out there, ladies and gentlemen. Do what you can. Uh, looks like the internet held up pretty well this time. I uh, I forgot to mention that, bro. I got my uh, yeah. my new internet here. Guess you've what? Been, I, you've I, been crystal clear the whole time. I haven't I seen know. any 
any know, I'm even hosting. I'm hosting the call the, and everything. Yeah, I haven't heard any of the weird glitches. Well, it was with stupid because, they, like I told you before we started, they were literally. They didn't even tell me that I had a, a a data cap. So two weeks in, I was already capped, and they were like, "Oh yeah, when that happens, you pay ten dollars for every." I don't know what it was, every 50 or whatever that you go over. And you didn't notice that you were paying like different amounts? Oh, the pricing your, we knew. And that's why I was like, bro, what is going on? But then the slowing down of your internet, they're like, we also slow your internet down. I'm like, so you're making, that's why I told them on the phone calls. Like, so just to be clear, you made me pay more money and you jacked up my internet. Like, I'm paying yeah. more money for jacked up internet. And they're like, well, when you put it like that, oh, I'm like, the French. Oh. When you put it like that, are when you, you put it like getting, that? When you put it, that's exactly what you're <laughs> that's doing. I, I know. That's what I told him. I was like, well, that's what like you Mother did. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know what? You're only allowed this amount of uh, data. And then after that, we're going to charge you even more money for using data and we'll slow it down. I got the. Uh, Makes freaking sense. Well, and I have Xfinity, right? I don't know if anybody else has. I don't know if they I have. I hate Comcast. I'm well, so glad I don't have Comcast anymore. The internet is good. The TV, yeah, sucks. But the internet, I mean, I can't complain about that. No, um, I can. But I got this thing. It's called a My gateway. bill was never, ever the same when I had Comcast. It oh, changed really? all the time. Well, that's. Now it hasn't with what I have because I'm paying just. The internet when I have, and I got the gateway router, which allows to have data. Like anybody who has common sense these days, pays for unlimited data. Like what? Like come on, especially for what we're doing, the kids streaming for internet, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, for phones not so much. Right, but anyways, I got the gateway router, and then I got to name my own. Uh, I got to name my own Wi-Fi this time. What? What did you call your Wi-Fi? Did you ever name your Wi-Fi or no? Ours is called Micah and Brittany. Mine is now called In a Galaxy Wi-Fi Away. <laughs> I've seen some pretty good names for Wi-Fi's, I'm not going to lie. I was going to go with the one that I'd seen before in Ohio, but I was like, ah, somebody already has that one. It's kind of cheating, because it was a uh, pretty fly for a Wi-Fi, and I was like, that, that's pretty good. But uh, <laughs> mine is now, yeah, in a Galaxy Wi-Fi away. Anyways, got anything you want to add, Micah? We tell the folks, no, no, have no, a good no, day, no. be safe out there. Oh, like yeah. I said, do your research on the stuff we talked about. We'll have links for everything we... I talked about starting at anal swabs. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Um, and be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Never know when you can be get a broner, prepared. so always be prepared. This lesson must be... Oh, you didn't <laughs> get it in yet. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Anyways. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You guys, enjoy your week. Have a good one. And if you guys see anything funny, weird, send us it. No, send it our way. I literally will cover just about anything. Because like I always say... to be true. That is true. As we end the show here, ladies and gentlemen, stay curious and keep it weird.